Welcome to the Grow Your Business for Good show. This is a place where coaches and consultants gather so you can learn how to lead a world-class business that does not tax your time, your energy, or your financial resources. We are your hosts, M. Shannon Hernandez. And Amy Hager of the Joyful Business Revolution. And our number one goal is to bring you clarity and insight on how to grow your business for good. Before we jump into today's episode, we want to invite you to join us in the Content Personality Club. In this club, we help coaches and consultants attract your perfect fit clients. Here's what we know. When you tweak and enhance your messaging, or maybe even overhaul it, your business is going to get a whole lot better. If you are experiencing any of these specific problems in your business, we want to help you. Number one, you publish content via email or social media, but it doesn't consistently convert to new clients, nor does it have the fire, flair, and feel you desire. Number two, if you're spending lots of time launching and reworking your offer, but you don't have the number of clients you think you should based on all of your hard work, Or number three, you have spent money on ads and or copywriters in the past, but none of it worked like they said it would. Then we've got great news for you. Join us in the club where you'll learn how to leverage your content personality to create magnetic messaging. Because when your messaging is working, it does 90% of the heavy lifting for you. Visit www.contentpersonalityclub.com to join now. Hello, hello. In today's episode, we are diving into our fifth type of content in your messaging ecosystem. So remember, there is six total. And when they are working for you, they are going to be doing the heavy lifting of your marketing and selling. So today we're diving into thought leader content. My favorite! (laughs) I was going to say, this is Shannon's. Um, So really thought leader content is content that's going to demonstrate your expertise. And this content can be such as like a webinar, maybe workshop, challenges. um, And then as well as your landing pages for your products and services and your sales pages. So thought leader content is probably one that you use the most of in your coaching practice. And so the question that I want to kick us off with today is, do you know that you are great at what you do and your expertise helps others, yet you are just not making the sales that show that you are a subject matter expert? So do you know that you are great at what you do and your expertise helps others, but you just aren't making sales that show you are the subject matter expert. Do you see that disconnect the way that I phrased it? I purposefully kind of phrased it wonky because we can be the expert, but the sales aren't coming. And Shannon was actually doing this for a really, really long time. Painful, painful, painful. Until we really figured things out And then when everything turned around in terms of our conversions from workshops and webinars into sales calls and then into actual sales where we weren't even having to have the call, it works so well. But because thought leader content is such a huge part of your marketing, this is also one of the biggest pitfalls 
that we often give too much away in, in the how versus the what and the when, and then we don't make that sale. So a lot of times if you're hearing the, oh, I need time to implement this, you gave away a little too much. And so Shannon, why don't you dive in a little bit and share your story through this journey, journey so that no one else really falls into that trap or that they can recognize that they're in it and make some changes. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know or need a refresher, I am a former teacher. I'm a curriculum writer. <laughs> and my main job in life before being a business owner was, I mean, I hate to really say this, but it was true. Help people pass the test so they could get to the next grade. So I had to do a lot of teaching of the how. Hmm. How do you write the essay? How do you write the um, persuasive paper? You know, I taught eighth grade, <clears throat> lovely eighth grade beings in Harlem, Spanish Harlem, I might add, right? How do you um, learn to use a dictionary or your resources when you don't understand what you're reading, right? My whole world was around getting people to understand the how so they could pass a test. So I came over to business ownership and I was like, oh my God, I love teaching. I'm just going to tell people how to do their marketing. I'm going to tell them, get them on a webinar or back then. Oh my God, it was a tele, tele seminar. All right. Yeah. Get them on the telephone and teach them how to write a landing page or how to do a blog post. And guess what happened time after time after time. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> No one bought. Yeah. No one bought. They would rave. Oh my God, Shannon, that was so amazing. Oh my God, I love coming to your trainings. Oh my God, Shannon, you're so inspiring. Shannon, oh my God, this was so helpful. And I'd be like, why aren't y'all buying this shit then? Yeah. And then we finally realized, why would they buy it if we were giving it away for free? Exactly. And so we pulled together. Cause finally I was like, this ain't paying the bills. <laughs> right. And we said, okay, clearly the how is not helping. So now we're going to, uh, help people understand the, what they're doing, which is not working. And when they change it, what they can expect, but we don't tell you the how, because if you want the, how you pay us. And this is such a, a line um, in the sand. Yeah. And it's so many of our people who come to us have fallen into this trap. And it's such a subtle shift. Yeah, it is. It's really tiny. And, but it's a tiny shift, but it's really, really hard to wrap your brain around. Yeah. Because we're all subject matter experts and we're all super giving and have big hearts and we want to help people. Mm -hmm. And if we keep giving the how, <clears throat> they don't buy. Amy also fell into this trap during sales calls, which we oh, have shared yeah. uh, probably in episode one. I, I mean, season one, right? Mm -hmm. um, she would fall into coaching and trying to solve someone's problems and then they wouldn't buy anything. Why would they, right? She even told me at the top of the day today, there was this guy and I had a sales call with him and I really wanted to ask him a how question, but I didn't ask him because I knew if I asked him, I'm going to lose the sale because he's going to go implement it when I can't do anything, but give him the answer. <laughs> yeah. 
It's hard. It's really, really hard to pull back because I just wanted to ask him one tiny question, but I knew one, he was smart. And two, like he is an implementer at heart, which is really, really great because I want to be working with clients who implement, like, let's come up with the thing you implement. Let's come back, talk through it and make sure it worked. And if it didn't, how were we going to position or change it? Um, But I knew if I asked him this one question, he was going to try to go and implement it himself. And I do think he needs more support in order to implement it fully and get the full effect but it was, I had to scale back in the sales call. Yeah. So if you're falling into this trap and you're like listening to us and you're like, well, shit balls, that's what's wrong. <laughs> Good job. You made it to the other side. <laughs> it, it's a little hard. I'm going to be honest because we are givers and we are, uh, we really want to help people, but um, we developed, <clears throat> if you've listened to this podcast, you've heard this a million times, a winning workshop framework, a soulful sales conversation where we're not you know, we're helping our clients understand the nuances between sharing the what and the when versus the how, and it makes all the difference. People are buying when you don't give them the solutions, right? Um, and as as business owners, we we generate money based on our subject matter expertise, and you should be paid for the work you're doing in the world. Right. Absolutely. So <clears throat> what we thought we'd do today is we'd walk through one type of thought leader content. There are a lot. Um, And we want to talk about your educational content landing pages, right? A landing page is where you send someone to register for an upcoming challenge, a workshop, a webinar, a training. In this case, we're going to really focus on like an educational piece of training that you would be giving um, to your audience. So before we dive into like our five must-haves, I want to talk to you about the mistakes um, that a lot of people make when creating their landing page of this type. All right. So the first mistake is, um, you know, this is just kind. Amy and I need to do a whole series on kind marketing, I think, mm. um, because we're really tapping into our heart space lately. And we're like, is this kind? Is this, should I post this? Is this kind? Like kind marketing is marketing that says everything I need to know upfront at the top of the page. I don't have to scroll. I don't have to wonder, is this recorded? Is there a replay? Is there a fee? I don't have to continue scrolling. And we have been the leader in this kind of marketing at the forefront. And people will say to us, why are you putting your price at the top before anyone has read anything? And I said, because don't you want to know what what it costs to work with us? Isn't that kind that we're not hiding it and burying it in the copy? Right. And I think Shannon, a lot of people are like, oh, when they click to purchase, they'll find out the price at that point. Like someone has invested a lot of time into reading your amazing copy and looking over your things or watching your video. So exactly. I want to actually share a personal um, thing that happened to me yesterday. And I was so pissed off about this. I'm like, this is not kind marketing. So I went running yesterday and there's a new yoga studio opening up near where I live. I'm super excited about it right? I can walk there. It's a half a mile away. It's called, well, I'm not going to name the name. Okay. There's a yoga studio opening up (laughs) and they said, go to the website to figure out like, what is the, um, membership? Like you can lock in your membership forever at, at the rate for Mm -hmm. if you become a founding member or whatever. So I was like, okay. So first I was annoyed 
that it wasn't on their fucking door. And I had to remember the website all the way my run home and then remember to put it into my browser. So that was the first annoying thing. All right. Why don't you just tell people who are standing there at your storefront what they need to know? That would be kind. All right. Let me not digress. So I ran home, remember the website, put it in, got there, couldn't do anything on the website. No, total lockdown unless I gave my name, my first name, my last name, my email, and my phone number. Hmm. Couldn't find the pricing, couldn't scroll when they were opening, couldn't see what it was per class, what kind mm -hmm. of classes were offered, nothing. That pissed me off. I was like, this is not kind. But I sat there and I'm like, well, I do want to know what the founding memory is. So I put it in and Amy, I shit you not, I was literally now past the wall, mm -hmm. the gatekeeper, trying to read and find the information. And someone texted me on my phone to say, we just saw that you're interested. Would you like to purchase a membership? And I'm going to tell you, I lost my shit on that. Personal <laughs> I was going to say, oh, what did you say at this point? I'm going to tell you what I said because I got my phone right here. I said, uh, let me find it. This is worth the pause, y'all. Worth the pause. Hi, Shannon. This is Ruben from name. You inquired about the Port Imperial West New York yoga studio. We have 25% off special now that we will never have again. Would you like to sign up? I still don't fucking know the price. <laughs> and uh, I said, so no. Once you completed all the information, you still didn't get the price. No, and now I'm getting texts. And I said to Ruben, no, Ruben, I sent you an email. Please don't text me again. First of all, kind marketing is, they would have said, when you give your phone number, where you're opting into text marketing. Yeah. Okay. So all of this to say, none of that was kind. I was standing at the storefront. I had to then go to my computer. I had a date. I couldn't figure out the price. I couldn't figure out when they were opening. I couldn't figure out the schedule. I couldn't figure out anything. Fill out all the information. And then I'm getting text marketing messages that I did not opt in for. Not kind, right? So- do the kind thing, tell people everything they need to know. Don't be shady shit marketers. There's a lot of it. I mean, Amy, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. And I think sometimes though, people don't realize that they're being a shady shit marketer. When no, they don't. Yeah. And, and I was going to follow and say, we have learned this behavior mm -hmm. from the world that we live in, but you don't have to subscribe to it. Yeah. All right. Woo. Mistake number one. Mistake number two. You don't tell us what we get from attending your training. I want to know if I spend an hour with you or 90 minutes with you or three days with you, whatever it is, what are the results I'm walking away with? Mm -hmm. Okay. Three is fine. Tell me three tangible things and then make sure you teach that shit. Yeah. Okay. And listen, if it's a free thing and you're trying to get people to buy from you none of your results should start with you will learn how to because remember you're not teaching how no house right another mistake people make with their landing page copy and messaging is <clears throat> you only ask for a first name and an email okay i've even how, seen people just ask for the email and that's it or yeah just the email you can't even personalize yeah emails you're sending right so in this brand, we have a standard. It's first name, last name, email. 
And if people don't want to give that, they don't come and it's fine. We're okay. Right. Um, you can't prevent people from putting in bogus shit. Right. Most people are actually really funny. We don't even follow up with them. Like, you know, if, if you're going to waste our time in a training, don't come because we're pouring it all in for you. Yeah. Right. And that starts with you filling out a form. All right. So, um, some people do text marketing. We don't do that here. I think it's super invasive and I don't like it. Clearly you just heard the example. All right. So we don't ask for a phone number. It's not important to us. All right. And then finally, one of the things a lot of people leave off and Amy, we should probably check our stuff too. Um, now that we have some help with copy is, is there a replay for the offer? And if you're offering a replay, kind messaging is clear messaging. And you actually say, hey, we'd love if you can join us live. But if not, there's a replay. Right. Because how many times do we all really want to attend something? We've already got it on our calendar and we go to the page. And all we really want to know is, is there a replay before we give our name and email? That's an easy thing to fix. Just tell them, say what is. Yes. Say what is. There's a replay. We'd love to see you live, but if you can't make it or you want to watch it again, there is a replay. Right. All right, Amy, I could do an episode on every single one of these bullet points. This shit fires me up. I know. So I want to focus it down to giving you all an example. So that way you can understand and kind of connect these dots a little bit. So we're going to walk through one of ours in our recommendations for the landing page that converts so that people are saying yes to enrolling and spending that time with you. Because remember, our energy and our time is our most precious commodity. So be honest, be kind, and be upfront. And so when you're registering for, our, for a training, let's say, we want to make sure that we pull a statement, a question or a statement that really pulls the person into the text into the event. And so one that we're using is the question is, are you ready to streamline your business like never before? That will pull someone in to that copy to read more. And then when we look at the training title and we suggest subtitles as well, for our most popular training, our title is the Confident Coaches Workshop. Our subtitle is simplifying your marketing and selling out your offers. So again, title, the Confident Coaches Workshop. Subtitle, simplifying your marketing and sell out your offers. Yeah, and I just wanna, wanna jump in here for a minute. <clears throat> There's a lot of psychology behind titles and subtitles. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. We spent a lot of time testing, A-B testing. We've changed the name. We kept the subtitle. We asked our people, what did you get? We, I mean, we've been running this uh, workshop for a couple of years now, right? Yeah. Um, but I want everyone to listen. The Confident Coaches Workshop. Right there, people know. Are they a coach? They should come. Is it a workshop? Is it a training? Is it a retreat? It says workshop. All right. And- right. It's for people who want to feel more confident. And then the subtitle is what they're going to get. Simplify your marketing and sell out your offers, right? 
So don't underestimate the power of your title and your subtitle. It's probably one of the things that we spend the most time with people on, because if it doesn't land that in your pull statement, enrollments yeah. are low, people don't come, they don't, they don't hang out with you. So then after you've got your poll statement, which is again, that question, your training title and your subtitle, that's where you're going to flow into those benefits that Shannon mentioned, the benefits of attending the training, um, the results that people are going to be getting from spending time with you. And we usually say you want three, maybe five, but at least shoot for three of those. And then you have to make it very clear with your call to action. If it's an event, register now. If it's something that they need to download, click here to download. If it's something that they're going to be listening to, click here to get the audio. And then when they're clicking to your call to action, right? Make sure you have, like Shannon said, collecting that name, that first name, that last name, and that email address. So that way you can properly build a relationship with this person. Yeah. So important. And so this page, a landing page doesn't need to be long. They're sometimes referred to as a squeeze page. And so I just want to say, if you want people to only take the action, that's where it gets the name. They land there, they take action, or you squeeze them into an action, right? Mm -hmm. Then you need to remove any other links from the page. There's no menu bar. There's no navigation bar. There's no go here and read the blog. None of that. And this is also one of the mistakes that people make is they don't like actually have people focus on what it is. There's too many other options for them, right? Yeah. So um, you're going to need, of course, other types of messaging to pull off a great workshop. You're going to need your nurture sequence. You're going to need your, hey, the replay is up. Um, would you like to schedule a call? You're going to need your winning workshop framework. So you're not teaching the how, right? And you're going to need to know how to follow up so you can secure sales after your training, after your event. And just a, a friendly reminder, <clears throat> if you're listening and you want help with any of this type of messaging, content, or marketing strategy, reach out to, uh, reach out to us. This is what Amy and I do day in and day out. We are, we are here to help you. Awesome. Well, thank you again for joining us today. And our next episode is the final in the series. And we're going to dive into connection content, which helps others know, like, love, I threw love in, and trust factor and show you how that you're a real person. You're not just a, this robot, right? So remember, people will do business with you when they feel like they know and trust you. So in our next episode, we're going to dive into connection content. Thank you for listening to the Grow Your Business for Good podcast with your hosts, M. Shannon Hernandez and Amy Hager. Head over to www.joyfulbusinessrevolution.com slash quiz to take the content personality quiz and join our community. And remember our mantra, if it ain't joyful, we ain't doing that shit. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the show, leave a review and spread the good news with other coaches and consultants.